Welcome, I'm Julie Daly, and this is Awakening Arrows, the podcast that is an invitation to deep creativity. Together, we'll expand our understanding of Eros and explore the power of life, desire, and joyous expression. Come, join me. Hi, this is Julie. Welcome back. This is Awakening Eros. And in these first few episodes, we're just covering some basic understandings of what, where I'm starting this podcast from because I sense that there is, um, as I, I mentioned in the first one, that there's a new context or an opening context that I'm hoping to establish here of what Eros is, or at least the question into what it is and how it interacts with creativity and expression and vitality and, and soul and uh, being a woman and being a man and how creativity and sexuality are linked and how Eros is so much more than what we think it is. So that's the place we're starting. And on today's episode, what I really wanted to speak to was all this this vitality that, that moves through us and the different ways that we can feel it and sense it and yet be, at the same time, really afraid to express it and, and even consciously and unconsciously keeping it keeping it within us, keeping it tapped down. And I teach and coach around self-knowledge of the, of the deeper self and self-expression, you know, the deep root of existence that I referenced in the first episode by Joseph Campbell, that push out of our own existence. And one point I really want to make in this particular episode is that creativity to me has two very important parts to it. One is the initial expression of it and the second is the sharing of that. So in in a simple way you could see that with a piece of artwork where the artist was very true to what was coming through them and created the work of art and then places it in a gallery or a museum and each of us comes and stands before it and we experience that work of art. And the artist was true to themselves in the expression and then seeing the work of art, we are allowed then to take it in and it moves us in whatever way it moves us. And for the artist, the deeper they go into this uh, depth of creativity and this vitality and the, the push to create the piece of, of art the more we feel that on the other end of the receiving of it. And so I want to speak first of all to an experience I had that I've written about in the past uh, with mess painting. I even spoke about it in my TEDx talk. But the mess painting was this experience of six weeks of painting, five to six days a week, where we painted... (laughs) There was a group of us in, in our own apartments, and uh, we would paint each week, and then we would come together and bring our paintings to show them. But they weren't, they weren't works of art necessarily. They were pieces of Wall Street Journal, which we painted on because the ink doesn't run. And we could only use eight colors of tempera paint, and the colors were chosen for us. This is actually called the creative mobilization technique that was begun in, um, started in Germany. And I can, I'll offer a link to that so you can know more. But anyway, about 
About week four, week five in my six-week painting journey, I was in my apartment in the plastic tent that I'd created so that I could get really messy. And I was painting, and we had to paint like 15 paintings. You had two minutes each painting to get the paper completely covered with paint, which is just barely enough time to do that. Um, but if you do do that, then you can't really stop to think about what color you're choosing or where you act are actually placing the paint on the paper. And so you really get out of your thinking mind and it's just this move between body and brush and paint and paper. It's, it's this continual physical expression from the body soul onto the paper. And along about week four or five, I suddenly dropped the, the brush, if you can call it a brush, it was one of those little hardware store gray um, foam things that you that you use to paint trim, but sometimes painters use as well, artists use. And I dropped it, and suddenly all I wanted to do was paint with my fingers and my hands and my elbows, and, and I was just almost like my whole body was like moving in it, almost like a dance, and then I really wanted to get my chest down in it. It was like I wanted this expression that was coming through my body wanted to be that close to the paper. The energy, the vitality, the force didn't want anything between it and the paper and the paint. And at one point, I stopped and, and sort of stood up and realized, wow, what am I feeling? I was feeling so alive, so vibrant. And there was, there was no fear. There was absolutely no fear in me. And my whole body was lit up, and it was like this the existence of my own being was so fully present. It's really filling up my body. And I sat down a little while later after cleaning up, and I wrote these two paragraphs that I'm going to read here because they make a, an interesting tie in. Okay, when I mess paint, I come alive. I can't wait to pull out the colors and begin. When I am painting, I am totally engrossed. I love to see the colors mixed together on the paper to see what transpires in a given session. I find I can't get enough of me into the mess, hands, fingers, fingernails. I am so taken with the paintings that I keep watching them as they dry, dying to see what beauty is there. What are the qualities of my painting? There is an energetic pulse to it. I can feel my soul coming through me. Does it come charging through me like a tiger? Does it spread itself on the paper with love and softness or even reckless abandon? It is akin to intimacy when there are no longer any barriers between another and me. When clothes are off, small talk is quieted, distractions are gone, and there are only the two of us in conversation. The language is intimacy. The words are infused with love and deep meaning. There is a direct channel open where truth and soul are shared without reservation, without holding back. Passion, desire, and love all come pouring forth into this conversation between two beings. That is the incredible connection and intimacy that I long for. That is the juice I find in painting. When I create art, it is an individual act. 
connect. It feels like connecting with myself in a deeply intimate way. And after writing this, I felt this amazing peace come over me. Again, no fear, so much joy, so much peace. And in, in, the, in the push to write those words, what I saw I was telling myself was that one of the places where I'd been taught was okay to feel that kind of intimacy and that kind of power and that kind of joy and, and push was in the bedroom was with another person. And what the mess painting showed me was twofold, at least twofold, that this intimacy was really with myself, that I had never made room or space for that with myself. It was happening, it was beginning to happen on the dance floor for me, but this moment was so intimate with myself that I saw myself in a brand new way. And so these two pieces that were often taught that are, are, ex, are deep, soulful, powerful, vital expression, it's okay in the bedroom, but nowhere else, especially as women. And that intimacy is with another, not with ourselves. And this, this experience taught me something very different. And as I read these words to you, I really can feel the joy in them again. I can feel the moment. I can feel what I felt like then. It was a kind of liberation of fiery, orgasmic, instinctual self. And the soul's desire to really experience the physicality of the human existence. The soul can only experience that through the human body the physicality, the touch, the senses, the knowing of what it's like to be here in form. And this direct connection between creativity and sexuality is so important because they both come from the same part of the body, the energetic push of them. In fact, Audre Lorde, this uh, poet and writer, activist, She wrote, the erotic is a resource within each of us that lies in a deeply female and spiritual plane, firmly rooted in the power of our unexpressed or unrecognized feeling. Of course, women so empowered are dangerous. So we are taught to separate the erotic from the most vital areas of our lives other than sex. And again, in the mess painting, I suddenly knew that the vitality that I could feel in the bedroom was present painting. And I wasn't with anyone else. I was with myself. And I was aware of the depth within myself, this call of my own existence to push through. Now, the other piece I want to touch on in today's episode is that we often don't feel each other as human beings. We often really don't get to the depth of feeling that's possible between two human beings. It's not just the, um, we often don't feel each other because we are not feeling the depth of our own being, but also because we're stifling our own vitality for fear it is too much, too dangerous. And I, you know, even though Audre Lorde's statement speaks about women, 
and I'm a woman, I'm so incredibly curious of what this is like for men, but of course, because of course we're all human beings. This is true for all of us. So this distance between us as human beings can feel so great, yet it is only by truly allowing ourselves to inhabit the fullness and wholeness of our nature and expressing this nature into the world that we begin to shorten this distance. Now you know how it is when you stand before a work of art that completely sets you afire. I remember standing in front of Van Gogh's um, Starry Night at the De Young Museum a few years ago. And, you know, when I saw it prior to that and seeing it in person, I'd always thought it was an amazing painting. But when I actually stood before it, I could not take my eyes off of it and I could not move my body away from it. There was so much vitality and movement and energy in that painting. And I felt it in my own body and suddenly I had the sense that I was connecting with Van Gogh. I could feel what he was feeling when he painted it. And it was clear to me that he didn't hold back in his depth of feeling and expression. And what a gift that was. It wasn't too much. It wasn't dangerous. It was an invitation to me to begin to feel my own depth of existence. Anne Rice wrote in a foreword to a book of short stories by Kafka. She wrote, Kafka became a model for me, a continuing inspiration. Not only did he exhibit an irrepressible originality, who else would think of things like this? He seemed to say that only in one's most personal language can the crucial tales of a writer be told. Don't bend, don't water it down, don't try to make it logical. Don't edit your own soul according to the fashion. Rather, follow your most intense obsessions mercilessly. Only if you do that can you hope to make the reader feel a particle of what you, the writer, have known and feel compelled to share. And she's speaking right there to this, this distance, right? How do we close that distance? How do we get the reader or the observer or the partner to actually feel a particle of what we are sharing and feel compelled to share? There's the second part to creativity, right? Not only to write it, we have that com compelling feeling within us to actually share it. And so what makes that even more beautiful is that if we really express as we are in the sharing people are actually going to feel it. If we hold back, they're going to feel it much less, if not at all. So all of that is satisfying the soul's need to express this vitality, this force of eros, this love, this love of expression, the love of life, the love of connection, of intimacy. So I want to leave this particular episode with another short paragraph from Audre Lorde, who wrote, I find more and more women-identified women brave enough to risk sharing the erotic's electrical charge without having to look away and without distorting the enormously powerful and creative nature of that exchange.
recognizing the power of the erotic within our lives can give us the energy to pursue genuine change within our world. And both of these quotes from her come out of Uses of the Erotic, The Erotic is Power. And so to wrap up, what I want to point to is this, the energy to pursue genuine change within our world. We've all been called as women, and I think now men are being called forth in the very same way, that the, that the world will change when we step up and become more fully ourselves. Change, creativity is the language of change. It is the flow of change, the flow of life, the movement. And so when we are pursuing this expression of this vital life force, it is, it is actually life coming into existence in the form of change. And there is a, a, an intelligence in it that moves through it, a deep, deep intelligence within it that moves through it. And it's an intelligence. Life has an intelligence that's not just, if it moves through me, it's not just about me. It's about the whole of life. And it's even about how I, this one particular being on the planet, uh, the place that I hold in life itself, what I am offering as this one being, but in the whole uh, kaleidoscope that is life. That's the intelligence moving through. So it's not just moving through for my own expression and enjoyment. It's moving through for the, the furtherment of life, for the, I don't know if that's a word, but that's what came through, the betterment, the expression, the movement, the unfolding of life, the unfolding of life, the evolution of life. So I hope you have found this episode interesting and um, awakening for you. I'd love to know of any comments. I also want to just say one last thing that while I speak about writing and painting in this particular one, um, creativity is in every single area of our lives, parenting, um, partnership, business, all those realms. Some of them feel less, less safe to actually express the fullness of our vitality than others. But can you imagine a world where we came forth with this aliveness, this joy, this deep uh, pulsing creativity into all areas? What the innovation might be, what the compassion and collaboration might be, um, that's, that's what I envision. That's why I think this context is so important. Be well. Tune in again soon. Until next time, this is Julie Daly on Awakening Arrows. Mm-hmm.